0: Hey, thanks for listening to the NIL Show, a Campus Inc. production. You can catch us on YouTube, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, and on a campus near you. If you're out there interested in being a guest or having an NIL store for your campus merch, find us on any social channel or email. What's up, everybody? I'm Adam. There's Sean. That's Steven over there. That means we are back, baby, with another episode of the NIL show. A little holiday hiatus. A little break for the crew. Took a pause from recording. There's a lot going on with the holidays. There was, you know, Christmas. And then you had uh, another holiday, New Year's. And then we had another holiday called Sports Licensing and Tailgating Show in Las Vegas, which we
1: just got back to. Fellas, it's been a minute. How are we today? we're great i think we're through the polar vortex you know what we don't need yeah. to talk about we don't need to talk about the weather i feel like if i could make a check mark of how many zoom calls start without talking about the weather <laughs> that's the new challenge if you're listening to this <laughs> and people start talking about the weather that's a safe space fine let's talk about something else sean free what's space on your bingo card yeah that's a free space on the bingo card let's use a new space on the bingo card today sean tell us something good
2: Everything in life is good right now. We got basketball rolling along, heating up March Madness coming up soon. And, um, blacklist to our channel this morning. Spring sports start this weekend. Men's Across starts February third, so uh, crossover season from winter to spring is here. Things are really going to start heating up. So, yeah, things are really good around here. I think we're all coming off of a high uh, on our trip to Vegas. Stephen, you also went to a- another show out in California as well. You've been busy. Give us a little update on on all your travels.
1: Yeah, so as everyone knows, I'm a nerd in the printing space. That's where like a lot of my passions lie. And so, right before the trade, sh- right before our trade show. We were at the Impressions screen printing, like the Impressions sportswear show for screen printers and decorators and embroiderers. And that was super cool because it's a big reunion. Those are the trade shows that Adam and I talk about that we used to be on the road and go. Uh, So it's really cool when I go to the industry events because they embrace us with open arms. They want to know what's going on with Campus Inc. Um, People will literally stop us in the exhibiting hall and be like, oh, you guys are doing that NIL stuff or this and that. And uh, that's really, really, really cool. So I call that a family reunion for three or four days. Another cool. Ready for this? Gildan named a new CEO, Vince Tyra, former athletic director from Louisville. So, really? uh, but he was also with, with a couple big organizations in the apparel industry before. And so, as I said on the Gildan board of decorators, Vince and I were chatting for almost like an hour <laughs> over stuff. He's like, what the? Two people start talking nil and you know gildan team was like hey come meet our new ceo and he's like you know it was the old ad from louisville and 30 minutes yeah. later we're still there so that was so cool and then uh got to got to got to go to vegas so um I think, yeah you
0: know one of the things that i, I appreciate about what
1: we do in in
0: and you and, and honestly how yeah, we do things a little differently is exactly that right like there's so many people in nil and in apparel that just like It's just drop ship or whatever, but apparel and merchandise really is the truest form of NIL activity, right? Like actually putting your name or your image on something to sell and uh, being able to actually be in the the, the gritty of the manufacturing and in that decorating community. is so. I love hearing your stories when you come back from ISS, and this was no exception. You're like, yeah, I hung out with the Fadi of Louisville for an hour, who's the new CEO of Gildan. I'm like, there are some worlds colliding right there.
1: But it's awesome because Gildan takes, you know, an interest in us and a lot of other, you know, manufacturers take an interest in us and we appreciate that. Um, But the stuff that we're working on, you know, with them, they're students, they're doing live activations with Live Nation, just really different ways of thinking. Um, And they're really interested in it, you know. Um, So we're excited about that and, and new partnerships and relationships. I also spent time at some of my friend's print shops. You know, my close friend in the industry does live activations. That's all they do. We're talking, you know, um, laser engraving on site. We're talking going to the U.S. Open and doing you know, gold plating wallets, like crazy live activations. And uh, I was going there for, our, for my pump up on our blanks program and learning from them and hacking with them. And we're sitting together and figuring it out. And they were showing me what they did with Modelo at the CFP. And so it is a community. We're all friends, you know. So uh, important to me, you Adam. You said, go ahead. You said go ahead.
0: Two words there. Blanks program. We'll we'll get into it a little bit later. But it was something that we we kind of debuted here at Vegas. This is our second year exhibiting at, at the the tailgate show in Las Vegas. ICLA the winter symposium is, is ahead of that. Sean. You were there last year as well. Give me give me on uh, on Think Takes Vegas two
2: First of all, biggest difference to me was last year, we, we, it was our time. So we're figuring it out as we go. Last year, we spent the majority of the time simply explaining to people what the heck NIL even was. It was just entirely educational. People walking up and saying, Who the heck are you guys? What the heck is going on here? What is NIL? And you're literally starting from ground zero of telling people what we have going on and, and how we're changing the game for college athletes. This year, and I don't know if you guys felt it too, but I, it, it seemed like there was just this energy and this buzz around our booth. And we had that energy and buzz last year as well. But there was this, a different energy and buzz where people were walking up and saying, oh, yeah, no, I've heard of you guys. No, I've, I've seen what you guys are doing. Wow, I love when you did so and so. That somebody told me I had to come and talk to you guys. That felt really good. Did you guys pick that up also?
1: Yeah, and it wasn't cuz we were giving away free alcohol this year. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hook last year. That was the hook, Drinks baby. On Drinks, Drinks on Mark. Mark. We were truly a destination. You know why I think was I got to tell a story about Sean. I got me I got too. a little I got a little story about Sean. Oh gosh. Helen B. We had to go to Vegas two days early because we have to build a booth. We're not privileged enough to send it, you know, pay $48 an hour to have four people try to put flooring tiles and cabinets and stuff together. A booth, is bu- a booth building is an undertaking. It's a, it's a village to build a 20 by 20 square. And uh, we shipped a filing cabinet there that needed to be assembled. And as husbands, we know what you know when that thing comes in the mail and your lovely wife looks at it and says, you know, we need to put this together. And you have to prepare yourself mentally. (laughs) You have to think through it. You have to be like, okay, I can't go on my phone. I have to sit with this manual and I have to do this in the next hour and a half. And there's gonna be 54 parts and what dowels and stuff like that. So we learned we had to put this thing together. And Tate, we learned we need to put this video up tate incredible individual great former athlete tate's fans and friends never hired tate to put furniture together
0: <laughs> you, you will not see him uh moonlighting on task rabbit
1: <laughs> yeah uh anyway so sean you know sean you're not even a crazy handy guy but you know I what sean's sean's like this has to get done folks so sean's sitting there just on the middle of the floor there's foam everywhere there's plastic everywhere and he's just screwing he's like on a mission i could tell like there's frustration he's like fucking new guys excuse my language bleep that one out uh new guy like can't you know like someone needs to do this i'm not gonna make steven do it like i'm just need to do it an hour and a half later i took a video sent to cassidy because i was so pumped for you uh and sure enough you put this cabinet together you're so proud of it and then we start we put the transfers in there and we're like adam and i kind of look at each other and we're like this is not gonna work And uh, Adam, I'll let you take what I told, told you.
0: Yeah. You know, there's a lot of times you have to pivot, right? You got to, you got agile. And we had to make a decision that the filing cabinet wasn't going to work. And Steven, you, you looked at me and you said, Sean's going to kill me. (laughs) You know what? If anybody else maybe, but I think, you know, Sean always puts the mission first and I think he'll be okay. Uh, (laughs) Anyways. So we had to hold him back a little bit, but we
1: talk about (laughs) pivoting. For that reason, because we had to pivot so quickly earlier in the show. And this year at the Sports Licensing Show, it was all about bringing a new solution. See how that story came together, friends? It's so, so Adam, so I, I got it. It's just funny. It's, it's a memory. We have the funniest video of Tate um, that Sean made. So, Sean was a good <laughs> sport about it. Adam, can you actually talk about our real pivot in the Blanks program and what all that energy was? Because yeah. that's so, what I'm excited about. The, you know, we, we were
0: able to unveil something um, in January that, that will start in the fall, and it, it, it's it's our length program. So what we've kind of learned over the last, you know, 30 months or so is we're trying to solve the inventory risks that our retail partners have, right? What we do on, on D2C is great. That's awesome. But there's the ability to unlock this kind of on-campus in the bookstore, NIL experience is really special. Retailers want it, fans want it, mom and dad. When they come in for homecoming, they want to be able to, you know, purchase something in the bookstore because they, they didn't order it online ahead of time. And um we, you know, we had a great solution, really low minimum order quantities and and all that stuff, but um it just, it just transfer portals crazy. And so uh, Stephen Steven and his and his genius was like, let's install blanks program in our retail partners. And so uh, that's what we unveiled, um, at Vegas. Uh, we're going to set up a merchandising kiosk for you, install a heat press, give you training and really put you in a position to offer NIL merchandise for every athlete at your school that we can, uh, and really be able to lean into this kind of holistic, uh, you know, entire ecosystem offering, uh, for, for NIL. Uh, there's a lot of mechanics that go into it. We, you know, we learned a lot um, as we were, talking to retailers about questions they had. Uh, but I think it's going to be one of those like watershed moments in apparel, specifically in NIL as, as we move forward here.
1: And so so for everyone listening, um, in our facility, we don't take inventory positions. We take inventory positions on blank goods. It's not a secret. We're an on-demand decorator. We don't carry a finished shirt for every player, maybe some for Zach Eadie and, and Paige Becker. Um, and so I always felt guilty selling to retailers, finished goods, knowing that I don't believe in that myself. I kind of felt a little hypocritical. I'm like, why would I make the biggest bookstores and like sit on it, knowing that the player could transfer, quit, something could happen. They're not in professional sports where they're going to be for three or four years, whatever. And then that retailer is stuck with inventory. That's waste. That's waste. And not being committed to that is wasteful thinking. And it's putting the problem on someone else, which I just I think, kind of felt a little guilty about. And so putting a heat press in a facility, you know, putting our ingredients, teaching others to cook, there's a lot of risk there. But we're like, it's a no-brainer for us. Sean, what was your initial feedback when you heard about this? Talk us through what you saw in your progression from when you learned about it, first of all, when you learned about it, to where it was and what you think cause Sometimes I'm narrow-minded and have tunnel vision.
2: Well, no, and it's really, it's, no, it's cool for me too, because on the market, I'm not seeing as much on on that operational end of things. So our demo in Vegas was, uh, in a lot of ways, my demo to it as well, to really visually see it, see it in action. And I think that that was really cool to actually be able to show people, hey, look, here's our touchscreen. Customers are like, are like magnets to this stuff they like they will to see directly in front of them oh i can pick this shirt with this player and then we run them through that process here's your shirt here's your transfer and then Stephen, what i loved was and adam you too just showing people how easy that press is to use and how quickly uh would uh, uh, be made on the spot or, or a t-shirt on the spot and so um i would suppose that is the reason for a, a live demo is to show people hold it in their hands <laughs> this is how simple it is and this is how great of a solution it is so to Actually, be able to witness that, uh, I was fascinated by it, and I, and I, the reception from from people was was great as well. What kind of reception did you guys get?
1: I got similar, but Sean, I'm curious when we told you about it, because yeah. I was like, Sean, I need you to take this. I I was gone so hard. I was like, I need a press release out. I need a press release out. This is so important. This has to go out. And Adam and I have been toying with this. Like, we'll text about it here and there. Like, hey, let's bring a heat press here. Let's try this out. But I put a lot of pressure on you guys to get this out in like December. What were your feelings then versus feelings now?
2: Well, I—I I mean, I, 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 a little bit the same as you, Stephen. Where I want to believe in what I am saying and what I am putting out in a press release, uh, and I—and I know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think for that one specifically, like I just said, like in my head, I'm—I'm I'm still trying to understand the mechanisms of it, and now it makes total sense to me, right? It makes total sense and and how the process works. Um, so I think what. Steven and and Adam, you guys have the, this beautiful mind of like we're gonna tinker with this stuff and and figure it out and and put out a product that uh is really really valuable. It can help people. I'm a little bit slower. I'll, I'll I'll be the first one to admit to it. My 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 the in that production industry is not as strong, and so you got. But I always say like you got are ex- also
1: a test case. You're also a test case, right? Because like we have to turn our team on it. Correct. That's what I think is and and. You know, if we could bring it to Vegas and set it up in a day, we can bring it to a bookstore and set it up for a semester. Adam, what were you going
0: to say? I was going to say, you know, the, I, I, I think for, for those of you that are listening, a lot of questions that, that we would get sometimes like, well, like, why can't they just sell stuff? Like, you know, isn't it just like the pros? And I think the, the most thing that hinges on this is if somebody gets traded in the pros, right, quarterback leaves, goes to another team, you can still sell his jersey. Yes, Hmm. you've got to, you know, you've got to um, discount it or, or you know, mark it down, but you can still sell it. The difference in the in the space is when that person graduates or uh, or transfer, you have to light that on fire. You cannot let those that association of that name with that school see the light of day. So there there is no like, there's no leeway here. There's no there's no, you know, gutter space where you can kind of push out to the edges and try to get rid of this inventory. And so, you know, when we're thinking about this and, and you're talking, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take a risk. So I, I can't put it on anybody else. You're really talking about like, they potentially could take a position. You sell them something that they can't do anything with, um, and literally have to light on fire. And so, you know, as, as we're talking about trying to wrap our mind around this, the importance of being able to say, look, this is a actual solution. We're not minimizing, we're almost eliminating you having to take a risky position. Is is so changing. And I think where the industry is going, you know, across the board in the future. I'm just so excited that, you know, we're able to to be a first mover here and learn learn a lot of the things first.
1: I think what's funny is so a quote that I look at is if you're not embarrassed by the first version of your product, you launch too late. And what I've been telling people lately is the hardest part of an idea is crossing the starting line. And so a lot of times I push the team out of their comfort zone to just step over the starting line and start running and then we'll figure it out as we go. One person in the booth said, are you guys just figuring this out as, as, you, as you go? He's like, you haven't figured this part out yet? And I'm like, no. No. What if this thing breaks and I'm like, I don't know, i will have to fix it. Like, <laughs> should this thing go in front of people? Should it go behind the thing? What if someone burns their hand? I don't know, we'll get, you got insurance, right?
2: And that's part of the reason it's a demo, uh, right? Like you were getting really good questions that were making you think, okay, yeah, that's someone so. That
1: And I was like, okay, write that down, (laughs) you know, Uh, how does licensing work? We spent a lot of time with CLC and the great people over there and, and Hey, how's it going to license? What about this? What's funny is those people ended up coming back before the show and then said, I want one, I'm buying one, Mm -hmm. let's go. And it was less about, you have all the answers figured out and more of, we want to, we, that we're going to work together on this. And I think that's the coolest part. We have some big programs by them. Yeah. And, and you can't ready. be afraid of
0: questions, right? When you're, when you're doing new stuff, you can't be afraid of questions because that's, that's where you start to get into, you know, that, that tunnel in a bad way that you're talking about and you start to lose that partnership with your customers. You can't know everything all the time about everybody's instance. And so, yeah, being able to kind of receive those questions and say, yeah, let's work through it together is, is, uh, is important. Steven, you, you talked about, um, you talked about getting the team get sold, getting the team on board uh getting the motivation and the rally around it we we had a it was a fun crew this year we had some fun fun team vibes um you know you were there last year as well steven what what would you say the overall feeling from the team on this trip was
1: well i thought it was you know last we brought the whole company almost everyone and that was a treat it's very expensive to bring that many people <laughs> to Vegas. And I wanted to do that so bad. Gosh, I wish if the roads were paved with gold, I would do that. That was this I love having everyone together. I love having everyone together and it hurts my heart when I have to pick. I, I hate that. I just want everyone to have fun. Uh but it, we were here on a mission. We we're here to work. We we're here to build connections, you know. We we're here aligning ourselves, asking hard questions, you know. None of us were we're staying out till four AM. Like we were exhausted by the end of the night because it was just like loaded days. And every night, I feel like we built upon what we were doing. And by Friday, we were just like, it was, it was crazy. So it's a pretty cool group. It's really cool to have you know Eric and Tate there who work remotely, and to learn about their network. Eric is a celebrity mayor, a local celebrity, mayor uh, and you know, cool for our. Our group to meet other companies, yeah, that was really cool too. And start finding collaborative ways to work together. So more to come on that. Uh, we have, we got after it. Like, hey, we'll be the beta. Can you install this next month? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, quick. But what we are doing is internally we're betaing this. So this is a, we're baiting this on a few different properties for some activations. So we'll just kind of leave it at that um at some of our partner partner schools
2: more to come last thing on vegas Can- pretty
0: pretty awesome thing oh sir so, okay. i
2: was gonna say on on vegas adam i just need you to describe what eric rubish is like at this licensing and tailgate show and what it was like having him as part of our team this year something we didn't have last year in that capacity
0: yeah eric eric is it that is that's is that i describe him and we're we're so f- to have an incredible team you know whether they came to vegas or not. I would be really, really hard pressed um, to find anybody on our team who's not a 10 out of 10. But, you know, they say in coaching, they say in business, hire for your weakness. And I I think uh, Steven and I have no problem saying, look, in terms of experience, in terms of, you know, um, total understanding, the licensing world is one that was new to me, right? Coming from um, athletics and, and time with print shops like licensed stuff is, is new. Um, when Eric came on our team, he, he had an immediate impact, uh, just from, you know, cleaning up some things, organizing some things. But this year in Vegas, I was like, Oh, now I see, uh, the, the power of, of Eric group. I mean, the guy knew everybody that my favorite thing is, uh, I think Jenna was standing with him and was like, I will buy you dinner if 10 people walk by and you don't know anybody and I'm pretty sure on that second person that walked by, they said, Eric. Uh, and, and that's, you know, that's, that's just the f- of Eric Rubish. We, you know, ICLA, the winter symposium was right before tailgate. And I mean, I think on the first night he came home at 10 o'clock, he's like, sorry, I was just other people. I was hanging out, catching up. I'm like, Yes, never apologize for that.
1: <laughs> and Eric had to like getting out of Iowa. He had two insane travel days to get oh, here goodness. and on the way back. Uh but I think what we learned is Eric's karaoke song, Run DMC Get Tricky, Eric's favorite movies, Step Brothers and Dumb and Dumber. Eric was just I think he's like Buddy the Elf of Campus <laughs> Inc. He's I wanted, like God. everyone it was so much fun. You know, Tate can work on his assembly skills a little bit you know, but, uh, no, I'm just kidding. It was, it was, and
2: And Eric has been in this space this for so cool. long and, and he, he, he yeah. adds immediately, immediate credibility to what we're doing, right? Because Eric is somebody who's trusted. He's somebody that's respected in, in the licensing space. People know him. Um, they know how good of a, a, a person he is. And so to have him on our team telling people, Maybe they just didn't quite understand what we were doing or or whatever it might be to have that additional legitimacy is huge for us. And to see Eric in action, I was floored.
0: And he asks us questions too. Like I remember when we were launched, this, he's like, hey, are you, you know, about this piece or, hey, did you know that? And and that really is, you know, where I'm talking about you hire for your weakness and, and you're just so grateful for people like that on your team because. No, I I hadn't thought about that, and and I'm glad I get to now. <laughs>
1: <Before>. <laughs> what do you think about that, Eric? <laughs> want to let us know what to do? No, it was it was, and it was it was special. I feel like one thing we were out to dinner on Thursday, and Eric was like, "I've been here for five months, but I feel like I've been here for five years." That that really, um, yeah. and uh, it was really 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 sweet. Have the whole team together. Okay, let's uh let's put, put a pin Vegas because I think we have a couple other things. Do we want to talk? So one of our other partnerships is with Retro Brand, original Retro Brand. And Mr. John Hofer, I know you listen to every episode. You know, you're one of our 32 listeners on one of your walks, Sam, if you're out there. Can we talk about we dropped a Brock Jersey Iowa State officially licensed NFL Players Association jersey. Brock Purdy on Sunday night. Brock Purdy. Did I say Brock Purdy? You just said
2: Brock. <laughs> oh, sorry,
1: <laughs> not Brock. Brock Purdy.
2: We don't want our Brock to get confused
1: and put money back into the collectives pocket. We will storm, right? We will. Yep. We will. Sorry. Yep. Uh, Can we talk a little bit about that?
0: Go for it. Yeah. Super. This is a really exciting thing. This is just one of the, the activations of partnerships. I think I'm most proud of Um, because, you know, we talk a lot. There's a lot of things in NIL and in the license space. It's like you can, License something and sell it and, and great Good for you. You put something out in the market. You, you sold it just to sell it, just to say you're selling something. Fine. But a big part of what we try to do is is always the mission that we have, and that's to, to encourage um, the, the, the NIL Eco School. So Brock Purdy, Iowa State legend. Side note, we can talk about this later, but there's actually a great photo of him, like a, a Patrick Mahomes-esque throw in college where he's like, side-arming as he's diving. Um, but Iowa State legend, um, obviously now 49ers legend, uh, still a young guy making the league minimum. But wins the NFC Championship through our partnership with Original Retro Brand. We're able to sell his Iowa State jersey on the NIL store. But this is the NIL store, right? We don't want to cannibalize sales away from current players. And so what we're able to do is actually donate some of our proceeds from those sales to We Will Collective um, in a way that will allow them to continue supporting the current student athletes at Iowa State. So really special activation, a lot of moving parts, um, but we're going to continue to launch those at, at more and more schools um, as, as the year goes on here. And just, again, something I'm so proud of being able to say, we're not selling something just to sell it. There's a mission here. There's a reason here. There's something we're trying to accomplish beyond just slinging merch and uh yeah it went off. It was really exciting sean you were you were on the on
2: the well, I just want to be clear here just to make it to to really simple we don't have to um we could just we we're we have the mechanisms to just sell that jersey without providing any money to that collective correct if we wanted to
1: yeah, yeah, we're a retailer i could sell yeah I could sell whatever i want
2: correct so so uh I just want to make that clear because I, I don't know if if people tr- understand the mechanisms of that. Uh, process. So um, to be able to, to give to that collective and find that way and find a solution where the athletes' current athletes, benefit from that is everything. It's massive.
1: Again, we would be slightly, so we're a retailer. You know, I could buy from the show an Iowa State t shirt from another vendor and sell it to fans. There's nothing telling me I can't do that whatsoever. Um, again, going back to our mission. It'd be a little... It it wouldn't be the best look if we're like, yeah, we're just selling random stuff with no point. kind of feel like garage sale with like extra trinkets. And so this is kind of the part of that plan that we've talked about with collectives is no one wants to buy a collective's name on a shirt without the branding of the school. I'm sorry to say, that's like buying an NIL shirt that's unbranded. I'm never gonna buy one. Give it away for free, fine. And this is me being very direct. But if you can craft these opportunities like a Brock Purdy jersey, we sold out, and these are finished nice high end jerseys with retro brand. I checked inventory this morning, sold out in white and maroon in twenty four hours. They're done. It's awesome. It's awesome. And Kittle's jersey just went up, I think. Right? At Iowa. Yep. At Iowa. So we're thinking about this differently. And I think that's what we, the message we try to tell collectives is like, we be patient. We're working on it. What do you got, Adam?
0: No, I I was just going to double down on that. It's like, I know I sound like a, like a record, but that's, that's the drum. You know, if you're going to beat one drum, I am grateful to be beating the drum of not just leveraging opportunity, but actually using opportunity to support an ecosystem in the right way. And, you know, people a lot of times ask us like, oh, you're just, you know, you're just a fanatics that's focused on NIL or, oh, you're just a merged company that's, you know, popped up because there's opportunity in NIL. And it's like, no, 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 you totally missed the point. Like, look at what we're doing. Look at the partners we have. They're, they're intentional and they are purposely picked in ways that will continue to support current student athletes.
1: That's the whole point of NIL. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's, it's exciting to see it work. Adam, it's interesting in this space because some people look at us as competitors, some people look at us as partners, and there's very few competitors in our landscape. I'll just say what it is. How do you feel about the competitive nature of NIL? Do you is it you? Are you on it? Did it change while you were in Vegas? Our competitors were in a you know booth on the other side of the show. How do you yeah, feel?
0: you know, I again like beating that same drum. I we we're, we're a little bit of a different game, like. A lot of people in the space are trying to figure out how do, we just, how do we sell more T-shirts? How do we sell more T-shirts? I don't care. Find a mechanism. Get the rights. It doesn't matter. Get those rights. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. And we're just playing a different game. We're like, how can we make the athletes more opportunity? How can we get the athletes more involved? How can we um, figure out a way to involve current partners uh, better? You know, The way I was kind of explaining it to somebody is, a lot of people in the licensing space, whenever you, you go to sell something, everybody puts a hand out, right? Steven, you and I have talked about this a lot. All these hands come out and traditionally how it's been is these hands get handed money and the last hand that kind of, you know, meekly puts its, uh, raises up to the table as the athlete. And then it's whatever happens to be left, which sometimes is nothing goes to them. And we've taken a, a really hard stance on saying, no, no, no athletes first. Then whatever is left, we'll figure out, you know, how to, how to up in a way that makes sense for us strategically. So I, I think for us, when I, when I talk about competition, competition is good, right? It's, it's positive. It's healthy. It keeps us on our toes, but every day I'm, you know, I think it's important for us to remember we need to be better than we were yesterday, not play the comparison game. Cause, cause it's, it's a totally different strategy we're taking. I'll give credit
2: to you guys. I'll give credit to you guys too because I'll give you guys from the standpoint of I think it'd be very easy to say this is what we do. This is who we are. We create cool t-shirts. We send them out. Instead, you guys are constantly thinking about how can we continue to add layers to this? How can we continue to iterate what we're doing? how can we continue to provide new opportunities for athletes to succeed in this apparel space and beyond apparel so credit to you guys for that constant constant evolution uh, i don't think any anybody within our company is ever comfortable and i think Stephen, you probably like that a little bit uh, uh when you're on when you're uncomfortable you're a little bit more on edge you're a little bit more okay yeah. we we got to i don't know do you feel that way yeah yeah. <laughs> I feel that way.
1: Here's a little hack that I do for my mental well-being in the competitor. I like to win. I don't like to lose. I like to <laughs> I want to put my hand on it and turn anything to gold. Okay? So my sisters give me shit about uh, They're like why is this brat just can finesse his way through this stuff? We have to work hard. I don't follow my competitors on social. In fact, I totally like unless block them. I don't even want to see them. Because I'm we're playing our period, and so a lot of times when people bring to me what competitors do, I'll be like, "Oh, it's the first time I've seen that. I, I didn't know they were doing that." And I'll acknowledge it if it's good, and otherwise, and and for me, it it allows me to just look forward and not look left and right. And so I do that all the time, and it's it's hard to because you get jealous and envious and curious. What are they doing? Are they doing? I couldn't even tell you. The last time I I don't even look at them. And I think, Adam, you also have to remind me because I'll get in my head about it a little bit. And it's like, just keep looking forward. And every time, every once in a while, we'll look in our rearview mirror and I'm just like, oh, okay. Play your game, you know? This, this is uh, you new, you know, I've known you for a long time, Stephen.
0: Um, and, you know, you've taken campusing through a lot of ups and downs. I don't know if people saw anything on LinkedIn or any publications that came out yesterday. But uh, Washington Post actually shout out Jesse Doggerty did a uh, a on you Stephen and specifically talking about like I, and I want to be clear there was a lot of nil there was a lot of campus Inc, but this profile was on Stephen Farrick and the the enigma that <laughs> that he um, and it, it was a great read if you haven't read it subscribe go go buy you know, the Washington Post subscription read this article but he flew out. Stayed with us for two days, two and a half days. Uh, this was during the college football uh, playoff during the championship game. What what was it like having a, a little shadow for, for two and a half days, Stephen?
1: First of all, I have to give credit to Sean for pulling this off and coordinating with Jesse. And Sean wrote one of the best cold pitches <laughs> to Jesse uh to get jesse to take the story and come out and so first of all i have to say i'm grateful for sean putting me through like media training literally it was like my personal sid uh and then sean helped craft the couple days with jesse or steven you're gonna pick him up from the airport you're gonna have dinner we're gonna drive down to champagne together we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we're gonna stay at the Jed shed and i was like i've never done that that's a little weird it was weird but by the end of it jesse's a homie (laughs) Uh I learned more about Jesse, he learned more about me. I think he's just a fascinating individual and I hope I hope we can know each other for a super long time. and I'm very very grateful for the piece I uh, know sent it to my parents. That was one I sent to, sent to Mom and Dad.
0: So I, I think one you. of the the funniest things uh, Sean, you and I have kind of uh, talked a little bit about the experience. I don't I don't think we've talked about this. One of the funniest points to me and this is just a little peek behind the curtain of who Stephen Ferri is. Um Jesse's out here. Asking questions of everybody and asking questions of Steven and, you know, trying to trying to get in there and everything. And we're sitting in the jet shed watching the game. And uh, so those of you don't know, Jesse used to um, he was a beat writer for the Nationals. So, you know, he was traveling 160 games a year. He would have to go to whatever. When Steven learned this, all of a sudden the script flipped I mean, for the next 15 to 20 (laughs) minutes. Jesse was getting interviewed and Steven was grilling him like, wait, wait, wait. So, okay. So you have travel with the team and wait. So what happens when you're in the clubhouse? And I, I just, that's exactly who I was just watching you. Like, yep, Steven, he got something in his brain. He has an idea. He wants to understand this. Jesse is on the hot seat right now. It was
1: great. Except I didn't have my notebook and I wasn't. <laughs> Jesse was writing furiously. It was so interesting. And Jesse's written a book uh, when the Nationals won the World Series. He got to to write the book for it on Amazon. He's a bestseller. And he had to write a hundred, cover 150 games. And I'm like, did you sleep? I was just so fascinated at the grittiness and just drive. And, uh, it was so cool.
2: Well, it was a really, it was a really cool. Thank thank you, man. Uh, Thank you for, for doing what you do for the company, but also for that. It is not easy to have somebody uh, follow you for two days, take notes on your every move, how you, how you, do different things. I, I get it. I haven't had one of those done on I me, mean, but I can imagine what it's and so appreciative of you for being vulnerable, opening yourself up. You, you, all you can do is put your best foot forward. And I thought as a company, we put our best foot forward. Um, and the results came in, in a really glowing article about us that I think everybody was really, really proud of yesterday. To And so uh, thank you for being open to that. I, I do want to know though, how Adam Cook paid Jesse for the line uh, that he grabbed a piece, he thought about grabbing a boneless wing, and instead walked away with a piece of celery. How Adam? What you, would what'd you do something to put that line in?
1: That is journalism, <laughs> baby. I I knew uh I
0: knew that you read it, so there may have been a little bit of money exchanging hands. Like, hey man, there was only one
1: serving of fries. Uh, Just kidding. Eating. Wings were. Uh, But what's funny is Jesse came over and had a burger with me and uh, Carson, Cassidy, and Sean. And uh, my dogs almost peed on Jesse's foot right (laughs) as they met him. And it didn't make the story. So (laughs) thank you, Jesse, for not talking (laughs) about my my dogs, you know, peeing on you. Apologize in advance. But I think the coolest part and what I'm most grateful about was Jesse's interest in Jed. We get interviewed all the time. We get a bunch of stuff. And like jed's the og and it was just so special they went out to lunch we were at the jed shed that's what makes this story awesome is 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 jed's stake in it i'm just that he was covered in it because he's the one that's kind of given us this opportunity so yeah. i thought that was fantastic good episode this is great i love it we're good stopping point
0: yeah we're 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 at a good spot good spot getting warm back up it's kicking off 2024 season lacrosse season is here spring sports are here february happens this week leap year happy leap year everybody bonus to in have, february Don't we'll forget. see what groundhog day brings so yeah, yeah. maybe if you're lucky that'll bring uh that'll bring a bonus episode of of uh, the nil show here as well so uh i'm adam there's steven that's sean that means this is another episode of the nil show we'll catch you guys next time see ya hi everybody adam cook from campus inc in the nil store want to say real quickly, thank you so much for listening and joining us on this journey. And as a reminder, if you ever need any custom merchandise, youth jerseys, camp t-shirts, whatever it may be, you can always find us at canvas.inc. And of course, for all your NIL needs, nil.store. We're going to jump into the episode. I hope you enjoy.